One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You can still claim your free audiobook when you sign up to a free one month trial of the Audible service when you go to audible.co.uk slash football ramble. You might choose Pete's favourite audiobook, Bright Lights, Big City by Jay McEnany, or you might choose Luke's favourite audiobook, Digital Fortress by Dan Brown, or one of nearly 60,000 titles. Go and claim your free audiobook at audible.co.uk slash footballramble now. Fifty-four forty-six is our number, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and I've got Jim with me. Hello, Pete. Hello, Marcus Speller. Luke. All right. How are we, chaps? Everybody up for this? Yeah, well up for it. Just Damn. had a lovely muffin, thanks. Good. What was in it? Chockies. 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 Right. Yeah. Who from the world of football would you like to see become president of the United States of America, Jim? <laughs> uh, well, I'll go for someone who's got a little bit of political experience. Yes. In. And America, the South America. Oh, uh, Romario! Excellent, obvious, yeah. Right? Strong start. It's better than Romney. Sensible. <laughs> yeah, I'll put that out there. Romario. <laughs> it's a sensible choice. No. Could, you, could you imagine the state the world would be in within a week? It'd be class. He'd have declared war on Argentina. Uh, mm. it, it'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah it, it genuinely would. Uh, and, and you know, he would obviously win by lots of votes. Of course, he would. It's happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. Do you think Romario is a Republican or a Democrat? I'd go a Republican. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. he might be as well. I think he's a, he'd. Make, I think he would talk a Democrat's game. Knee-jerk decisions. He would talk a Democrat's game, but he'd be a Republican. Yeah. And him and his buddy Babette would be good at kissing the babies because they could. Oh like, yeah, they could kind of rotate the baby towards the third mouth. one. Who was the third one? It's, um, it was. Um, Who was it? My head saying Maro. Thiago's dad. Yes. What's his name? What is his name? Marcelino, Marcelino. Mazzino. Mazzino, that's it. Yeah. Ah, uh, no bonus points that, this week. That boy who they do the better and Mario were doing the thing for. Isn't, he a, isn't he a footy player? I think now. he plays for he plays for a Brazilian team now. I think he's seventeen. I love team. that. That's right. Yeah, we haven't talked about that before. Yeah. So if, we, if we've learnt one thing, it's that time carries on. But we haven't found <laughs> out who Pete would choose for American president from the world of football. Yeah, I was going to go for. I, I was trying to toss around the words uh, Ronaldinho because he got bad teeth and ro- the the presidentist, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> no. So I've gone for um, Joey Barton, like a kind of Minister of Arts kind of uh, vibe. He'd get kind of pro- you know propelled into mm. the seat through that basically. <laughs> yeah, it's so, better yeah. than Jan Vanegor <laughs> Yeah, let's put that out there. <laughs> The, the third one was <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, Thiago's uh, dad. Yeah, <laughs> you're currently second. Yeah, uh, Luke. Bear in mind, neither of those two are actually eligible for not even being American citizens. Not the point. Okay, it isn't you well known. You know. I'm naturalised. I'll go for Giuseppe Rossi. Uh, because he's from New Jersey I love the idea of a footballer being from New Jersey I thought you were going to go Landy Cakes for a minute no Giuseppe Rossi because he's so from New Jersey with his accent and stuff I like I mean it's difficult to remember fully because he's been injured for about 14 seasons but I like the idea of like him running through on goal and the midfielder not playing the ball through and he just turns around and goes what you can't play a through ball now you can't play a fucking through ball what the fuck is this (laughs) I'm the goddamn president (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and, and so that's mine Okay, it's actually got me thinking of Americans Bruce Arena Mm. President Arena Thank you very much That's amazing yeah. <laughs> President <laughs> Keller He's got a ring to it Yeah that's decent Casey Keller Sounds like an like a American president Yeah And for the period Between them actually getting it mm. So in November through to I think it's January or February When they actually become the president yeah. They're president elect Aren't they mm. President elect Arena yeah. Come on <laughs> That actually wasn't my answer I just thought that there uh, Big Sam mm. Really? Oh, he's a big boy, isn't he? He's a, he's a big so country he, man. Because he's fat, he could be <laughs> president of America. No, it works for me. No, but he's, he thinks he should be at a club like Real Madrid. So if he was into politics, he would be running a country like America. Yeah, um, true. Is there a football called oh, Chad? Chad? Uncle Sam. I mean, Big Sam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that works. True. <laughs> true. Yeah. Chad. Anyone? Like, yeah, Chad. Are you just um, saying America's That's another names? country. Yeah. No, I was just, is there a football called Chad? Uh, no, I no. don't know. Can we talk about this later? <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought this is what we were here for. Pete Donaldson <laughs> hasn't won the points, ladies and gentlemen. I won him last week. And see how I'm following it up with a win. <laughs> Magic. He's got the point. I will give it to Jim. Yeah. yeah. Give it to Jim. Yeah, I really Romario. This. Romario, indeed. Right then. Uh, enough of that nonsense. Let's go to the Premier League, where Manchester United beat Arsenal 2-1. Robin Van Persie. It was inevitable, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah, <laughs> it really, really was. To the point, it was almost nice to have it over with. <laughs> like, when, <laughs> when he scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, yeah. Thomas. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was an awful start uh, Rooney then missed a penalty Terrible penalty uh, Ever scored Well terrible He screwed it But you can see what he's trying he to do If the goalkeeper it. wasn't there It wouldn't have been a goal <laughs> <laughs> Yeah he's got me now hasn't he yeah. Yeah, That is true uh, Chad Thiago's <laughs> <laughs> dad <laughs> um, uh, he, he, Indeed uh, Wilshire was sent off Cazorla scored I mean. mm. What happened? Yeah, um, indeed, and I've just gone through it. All. Bit, <laughs> nuts, bit nonsense at half time with Andre Santos and Van Persie. There was. Did that shirts, annoy you? Um, I didn't actually notice it at the time, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's all down to a difference in culture, isn't it? Apparently, that's quite normal in Brazil that players who are friends will swap shirts at half time and they'll do it on the pitch, and that's normal. Uh, it is a bit annoying, but. You can't really it's not blame why they him lost not, the game. No. You can't really blame him for not knowing that, you know, because he's from a different culture where they don't well, do that and he didn't know it. He doesn't do seem to be able to get his head around much stuff. No, no. What's really like. sad about this is that you know he's a really sort of fun character because he has his own, very much has his own interpretation of what the sport is, yeah. which is, which is entertaining to watch. But he's played really badly and this hasn't helped lately. I think he'll probably be gone before. You're more of a wing back, aren't you, Andrew? No, a wing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bang. The, the talk of the papers today was that he's apologised personally to Wenger and like it, the news story I read it didn't, it didn't make it abundantly clear but it sort of imp- implied that he'd volunteered to be dropped for the Schalke game yeah. well, which is just really depressing on, 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 on form though you mean he, he should be dropped anyway there's talk that Vermaelen will start against Schalke tonight um, and that's not ideal is it and Vermaelen's been awful as well he, he's made a lot of mistakes this season of directly Schalke a good goals. team going forward yeah well. I'm, I'm fearful of well as we saw much. already yeah. it's, it's like what I do at like half time on Sunday League I sort of take my shirt uh, I'll untuck my shirt unfurl the uh, the arms in it and maybe undo my um, shoelaces as well just to give the sort of sense that if I do get subbed at half time I don't look bothered I'm expecting it basically yeah. so yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like yeah, I, I knew you were going to do that anyway so yeah I hope you're I mean, you're a real alpha little, male aren't you Pete it's a, real, it's a little insight <laughs> to the mind of a winner <laughs> yeah, yeah it really is he <laughs> backs himself Donaldson <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about Jack Wilshire was it, was it good to see him back it, well no sorry he was back the other week of course but well, a bit more it, well, lively but the, obviously when any player's been out for such a long time there's a worry they're going to sort of um, take it easy when going into challenges yep. <laughs> not with Jack you don't know Jack literally he's got tree trunks for legs now. He's obviously spent a lot of time in the gym during his rehabilitation. He looks absolutely massive. Um, but yeah, I mean, Arsenal were just poor, really. That was uh, three yards for Jack Wilshere, really. He got let off on the booking. He did. Yeah. And then he went through him again, and that was that. I mean, last season, it, obviously, the same fixture was 8 2, and Arsenal were taken apart. But, you know, there the, the were circumstances around that where, you know, they mm. didn't have many fit players, a lot of injuries, um, players hadn't been signed in time and whatnot. This time, you know, they're, they're pretty much, you know, a, a much more deep squad available which yeah. just did, again didn't compete you know obviously it's nowhere near the same scale but the bottom line is they didn't compete never looked like winning the game Cthulhu's shot was the only shot we had on target during the whole game that was injury time when, it, when mm. the game was already over and we're down to 10 <coughs> um, so yeah it's just poor Arsenal in a bit of a slump it's at like the moment positive, really, really are. it's like positive it was Minone I thought he played quite well well he did yeah but you know that, that's you know, it's a silver but lining watching, sure. watching them at 1-0 uh, sorry at 1-0 it looked like Arsenal just looked like they were like 3-0 down they, mm. just, they, they, they didn't look like they were ever, yeah, ever going to get back in the game creative that. spark has gone out of them it, it seems to be there for the start of the season but Wenger's got some real work to do because I mean I think there's a danger with Arsenal because for so many seasons they've looked like they wouldn't finish in the top four and then they've done it um, either sort of you know powered through to sort of comfortably finished there or scraped it there's almost a new danger of complacency that that will happen you know yeah, they, they, got into anyway. this, yeah, they got into this situation by being complacent anyway I, th- I, I, I sort of agree with what Pete said I, I, and I'd like to extend that narrative around the game itself because beforehand Ferguson's comments in the pre-match were really interesting he said something like, I forget what he exactly said but it was something along the lines of oh yeah this game could be sort of tricky for us and so like, well you would never imagine something about Arsenal no, in no, years no. gone by then, then the footage in the tunnel now I'm not suggesting the cliched idea that you have to be pumped and really focused and, and you know cage tigers and the tunnel before a game but sometimes if you think back over the years some of those United Arsenal games oh, yeah. you could cut the tension with a fucking cricket stump yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and they were laughing and joking United were laughing and joking to me it looked like and maybe I'm painting this on them because of the result but they knew they were going to win and Arsenal just didn't look bothered mm. and after 
of the game um, Ferguson seemed almost quite surprised that like, that like it had been so easy for them um, one thing I would say is that um, Cleverly should have gone as well yeah. he should have been sent off he was given the benefit of doubt yeah. Uh, on a booking, he probably should have been sent off as well. But mm. I don't know if that would have made too much, made too much difference to be honest. Well, Manu have gone, uh, Manchester United have gone top of the league, and Arsenal down in seventh and nine points behind them. I mean, after ten games, is Arsenal's total challenge over? Four wins in ten games suggests so. But I, I think that you know, title challenge as we've been saying for so so long, is only ever something that's maybe a sort of wide-eyed, optimistic idea at the start of the season, yeah. and then this sort of form comes and it all becomes clear. Now, traditionally, in recent seasons, Arsenal have had a very very rough November, and it's begun in the same way. They need to arrest the slump now get out of it if they want to sort of get into that top four because it's I felt a bit, I felt a bit um, sorry for Andre Santos just as well because mm, of course. he didn't seem to get an awful lot of support was it Podolski playing in front of yeah, him yeah Podolski yeah, didn't help no him it was almost like he was doing an Arshavan impression mm. but I mean the forward line for Arsenal were just barely involved because they, they just you know they were just shackled completely mm. United didn't seem to break into a sweat really mm. it, was a, it wasn't a great game was it no but, but United did go top uh, one point above Chelsea who drew away to Swansea mm. Victor Moses scored um, a nice one I liked it because it was uh, two headers it was a set up from Cahill that yeah. no, didn't mean to set him up of course nice to see the ball bounce off two heads and in I said before the game actually on Twitter that it was a chance for uh, Moses to, 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 to make an impression because he's not played as much as he would have liked to Mm. Uh, and he did and, yeah, fair play to him. Mm. I thought Hernandez was excellent for Swansea he was superb like. wasn't he it was a great goal five and a half million he's a Spanish international yeah. you know, he's, he's played um, a, few, a few times for Spain great winger yeah, I think he's, that was a great sign of yeah him. we'd hit a bit of a slump wouldn't he at Valencia of course so you know um, it's, it's a great bit of business almost Allardyce-esque from yeah. his Bolton days yeah. mm. I mean, it was a good point for Swansea because they've, they've had a slightly different um, start to the season but a, a point against the team who were top um, champions of Europe as mm. they like to remind everybody it's not quite, a bit better from, from Laudrup's men quite ambivalent about Swansea because on one hand I sort of think that they, they might struggle in the second season in the Premier League uh, and then you sort of you can point to <coughs> things that, that has happened to them where well, it looks like they may, have, they may be doing that but at the same time they lost their manager lost yeah. as we said before lost a yeah, decent lost a, part of their team that's like, right and so they're actually doing okay that's an incredible result that's great brilliant for them, yeah. for them. And yeah. to fight back as well from, yeah. as I say, the, the, the side who um, have won eight of the first ten games. Sorry, seven of the first ten games. They're the form team of the Premier League, Chelsea. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And so it's, it's, one, it's one of those ones where I think that once Laudrup's got, I don't know, maybe 20 games under his belt, I think the the, the crowd will start to feel a little less uneasy about yeah. him being in, in the fall. Because he is one of those people that people think that he's going to leave if, <laughs> yeah. if, they, yeah. if they have five results in a row that it, you know doesn't go their way. And he only loves, he only loves things... To an extent where he loves him, just slightly less than he loves himself. <laughs> so he's never going to fall in love with anyone apart from himself. You know? well, what about former Swansea man um, uh, Martinez? Now at Wigan, of course, his men had a brilliant win at Spurs. Yeah, and they, did, they played really well too. I mean, they they looked like the, the Wigan of late on in the season. That's right. I didn't see that game, but I mean, I, I mean, given that in the years gone past, Spurs' results against lower league relegation threatened teams has really let them down. That's a, that, mm. I mean, you yeah, actually, that out I think that's that. the trouble for, for Spurs, isn't it? That Wigan winning their one 0 it doesn't massively surprise you. No, you they, just think, they oh, will Spurs. get into really good form and then lose a stupid game. Yeah, yeah. like they did against Norwich at home last season. It's mm. Exactly the same sort of thing. Uh, but you know, credit to Wigan as well oh, because they, they yeah. found their form again. I mean, losing a player like Victor Moses, you know, it's going to make a big difference. Yeah. You know, and Roddy Yeager's gone as well. Like so it's quite a different team so maybe it's just taking them a little while to kind of find their feet again and for the system to sort of be kind of clicked back into uh, into gear with the new players but they were really really they're good they're knocking it around very nicely yeah mm. and, well, they um, always do to be fair yeah I was, that's, that's right yeah. I mean, Watson scored the goal what was this start match of the day is he the first Englishman to score in 2012 for them yeah something like that Bloody yeah that's good really yeah. good fact nice little factoid there um, elsewhere in London Fulham drew two all with Everton good game. A, a good game Everton oh they should have won mm. I mean, if you look at Everton they're fourth in the league they're on 17 points to seven behind Manchester United I mean Moyes you know he was sick to the back teeth of that sh I mean that should have been three points there and he yeah. said recently that he feels this is his best Everton side they've drawn their last four I think um, OK fair enough there was um, the Merseyside derby uh, draw away to QPR that game there they, they should have four more points really I mean they should be on 21 just three behind Manchester United I would have thought I think Everton did play well but I also, also think especially this season uh, you go to Fulham you've got to be on your game you've got mm. to be defensively very solid because they score goals all over the place they've scored 21 goals already this season mm. you know, so you're always going to concede by looking when you go to Fulham um, and they went a goal down didn't they even though they were battering them that's right yeah uh, and, they, and, yeah, and obviously they couldn't, they couldn't see it out um, 
But you know, I, I think Fulham Everton and Fellaini looked imperious. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, 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 like he's been unplayable this season. It's still <laughs> nice to sort of see a player kind of n- not have the greatest like season last season and just really come into it and just mm. completely well, just. You mentioned the QPR game. We didn't have Fellaini in that game, and that's probably why. I didn't yeah, true. So, I mean, he's so hard to play against. He's so big. He's so skillful. He's so sort of just. Like get the f off me, sort of thing. Do you, like, <laughs> you remind you of anyone? Um, the hair's you? there, pretty much. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah um, Do you know, I have to describe you. Imperious would not be the word. <laughs> Morales, um, as well, has continued his good. Yeah, um, good player. Yeah, it just looked dangerous. It's, it's ridiculous that Everton didn't win that game. They, they, they really, really should. Fellaini had another good chance. The goalkeeper saved very well, but yeah, it's, they just got stung. Didn't they? I, they I don't wish to patronise or anything, but it's just nice for Moyes because he's. Uh, Thinking few years, really like, nothing so, yeah. to play with. But that's why it's such a shame <laughs> for them that they, they drop points there and, and, and have done because they they're, they're, you know they're fourth. They're, they're on seventeen points, five off Manchester City in third. Mm. Um, Fulham, Everton, and West Brom are really shaking it up. It's great to see. Yeah, absolutely. West Brom are excellent again. It's great for Steve Clark as well. Mm. You know, God, they were so. I mean, I know Southampton are utter shit, yeah. but but uh, well, they dominated them though, didn't they? It really was proper did. stop it in yourself stuff. Yeah, I mean, Southampton can see twenty eight goals already. This but Arden Wing is a very good player, isn't it? Great player, um, and they are um, exploiting his talents very well up there. Um, but what about Liverpool one, Newcastle one? Um, two great goals. Kabay mm. got us underway there, Pete. You enjoy that one? Yeah, very good. Uh, Kind of driven volley, very yeah. nice. But the uh, second's got to be the Suarez. goal of the season. It's one, it's one of the, it's one of yeah. the best first best first touch I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. I it think Krull goes down very quickly. I think he but might. I think have, Suarez um, gives him the eyes and swerves him down. Yeah. That's mm. the thing. And Colacini's always going to get beaten for pairs, <laughs> whatever happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, lovely ball from Enrique as well. Yeah, it was, it was excellent. It was just all round a, a lovely bit of playing. Suarez was just absolutely ridiculously good that day. We were talking about Juan Mata the other week having one of the standout performances of the season so far. I think Suarez probably topped it. Just yeah. with how involved he was. It just, I mean, he always is. That's, that's how he plays. But he just looks so dangerous. And I think he was denied a legitimate penalty as well. I think Colacini. Took him down and like before he got sent off later on. Colchini um, Red was uh, was a nailed on one as well, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Some, somebody made somebody made a really good point. Um, some, uh, a girl on Twitter, I can't remember bloody name now, but she was uh, I don't know, but she uh, exactly. Said you don't consider girls to be as equal as, as boys when it comes to football, <laughs> so you didn't remember her name. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, Ignoring. He said uh, Suarez looks like the. <laughs> Just looking at his face, Suarez looks like the sort of um, person who um, was breastfed until about ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, he did. Joaquin was breastfed till he was nine, and he's got that kind <laughs> of look as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Dear. Um, uh, something. That I want to change the subject uh, <laughs> because you were breastfed until twelve. Because yeah. <laughs> I've just been breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Lewis Tate at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, it's enough for everyone. <laughs> Liverpool need a better second choice keeper do they not I don't think Rainey's been that good no Brad mm. Jones I think he's okay isn't he they need a better groundsman look at that sprinkler I live with the Middlesbrough fans <laughs> that sprinkler Brad Jones doesn't get a good uh, right up at home that sprinkler was a good one yeah that was hilarious so yeah. there's a man just oh, in yeah, the, yeah, 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 the crowd yeah. going why me why me move mate just move well they were trying to move if anyone did miss this some sort of sprinkler <laughs> cock up at Anfield meant that the sprinkler just shot its way into the crowd <laughs> but the guy stood it's there. part of a wider conspiracy it goes right to the top like, a, like a water canter now he was stood there like I'm a season to get older I don't expect this this is my seat I don't know why he'd have a slight couple of accents. Yeah. Well, he might. Well, yeah, it's true. Stuck in the Certainly, all the ones in the pub that I was watching the Newcastle match certainly had couple of accents. Jesus. Uh, let's zoom off to the Championship, um, where Doogie Freeman's first game in charge of Bolton ended in a win 2 1 against Cardiff. Great win, actually. Um, Bolton in 17th place with 18 points. Um, Petrov looked great off the bench. Like, he, he did, really, yeah. really good. He's too good for that level. That's but right. are we surprised that Friedman went to Bolton? I think he thought that Bolton had a better chance of, of, of or effectively a bigger club. I'm wary of saying one club's bigger than another because sure. it's, it's pretty uh, subjective. But I think he thought that Bolton had the potential to do a lot better. Yeah, I think there's there's more stability at Bolton. And also, by the way, Bolton are the most inconsistent team. Their last ten games have been uh, win, loss, win, loss, draw, loss, win, draw, loss, win. Mm. I need to put start putting results together. Well, yeah. Yeah. Off the top it's of your head, that's because Freeman is. <laughs> <laughs> got it written down here, Pete, actually. <laughs> that's research. Freeman's research. a real hero at Palace, though, so it's, it's always a shame to see yeah. that, that. And they're doing go. well, yeah. What, they're third in the table? Yeah. They're third one point off the top. They beat Blackburn Rovers 2 1. Ian Holloway will take over the it's helm. 2 0, was it not? At Palace. 2 0, sorry, yeah. He called them uh, Barcelona, didn't he? <laughs> Ian Holloway. Yeah, don't say that, Ian. Yeah, yeah he's. Clearly mistaken. Um, he'll be disappointed when he turns up, eh? Um, uh, Will Henningberg though, because he's going to 
Blackburn Rovers. He said yes. recently, yeah, well, Henningberg said recently that it would be madness to work under Venkis and that no manager with credibility would go there. He's the only new Championship manager not to win this mm. uh, this, se- this this is it this season? No, this this week or whatever. They've changed like so many different managers. In I, don't, was he, I don't think he was in charge for that game though. Yeah, but he's joined. Uh, and he's okay, like, right, yeah. Those quotes sense. essentially him saying, "Look, Venkis, I'm available at a reasonable price." <laughs> it would appear. I spoke <laughs> to uh, Lars Simpson, the Norwegian guy, uh, football journalist, and he said about Henningberg, he, you know, he did a reasonably good job in Norway under difficult circumstances yeah. at Lillestrøm and Lynn before that. And he said that it's funny because it, he thinks that Chevy Singh's hired him because he thinks. Chevy Singh thinks he's this really forward thinking one of these new breed of managers and apparently he's not like that at all 4-4-2 lump the ball up yeah, well, I mean, uh, get it in the mixer because obviously Wolves have got Stolly Solback in who is this sort of quite in- inventive yeah. style manager um, but he's not like that at all apparently Apparently, <laughs> t- uh, Lars said to me he's a tactical pragmatist is that right he's a no nonsense but limited defender <laughs> and you get the impression that's the kind of manager he'll also become <laughs> tactical pygmy yeah. uh, so more good news Blackburn fans yeah, absolutely <laughs> uh, and also in the championship Millsborough had a great win away to Charlton 4-1 there joint top with Cardiff uh, Paul Charlton down uh, in 21st two points off the uh, relegation zone don't want to be there oh dear all to play for um, it was FA Cup first round weekend always nice to see uh, Pompey out yeah well that's as sure as, as, sure as night way. follows day <laughs> yeah. 2008 FA Cup winners yeah. out in the first round out to Notts County so. Hartlepool are out as well Pete yeah. Chesterfield 6-1 Arsenal's still in gym yes. <laughs> uh, where are your team ah. they're in the Scottish Cup well I was about to say, we haven't got to the Cup they're competing for but first we go to the SPL now before you go to Scotland I just okay. wanted to say I was quite harsh on Barnet last week I didn't properly realise that Davids has actually turned them around a little bit they've been, they've been on a bit of a run hmm. um, and they won again in the last league game away at uh, Chesterfield well done Davids I've played a whole game at the age of 49 Super. Yeah. <laughs> sorry Barnet fans yeah. both of you got in touch and I feel quite bad our, our mutual friend Steve Harris is now doing the Barnet uh, television thing so alright there you go See, he'll be unhappy hello yeah. Steve <laughs> <laughs> SBL time uh, Dundee United 2 Celtic 2 the Celts were 2-0 up but two goals in the last few minutes made sure the title race is as hot as it's ever been in Bonnie it's Scotland it's not that hot <laughs> is it? it's warm it's like one of those things you put in your pocket and you put it in the microwave and it is a little bit warm well you yeah. say that Peter but after Hibs beat St Mirren 2-1 they're on the same points as Celtic where are the Gorgies they're down in about 8th aren't they yeah, the, the, yeah, second, the second half of the season surge <laughs> yeah. we're all looking forward to Inverness Cali, Aberdeen and St Johnson are all three points off the top. <laughs> if Inverness Cali win the SPL, balls. would that be the greatest thing to ever happen in football? To, to ever happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would top Romario winning the presidential election in yeah. America yeah. at the ninth hour. I think both are as likely. <laughs> we agree on that. To the Scottish Cup we march. Um, where, uh, I'm just, a few results that, that, that stood out. Air 2. Clack and the Cudden one. <laughs> uh, Breakin two. Bonnie Rig Rose two. Come on, eh? Bonnie Rig Rose. <laughs> Bonnie Rig Rose. The beacon of football. <laughs> yeah. Reckon it. it sounds like an old folk song about a woman called Rose from Bonnie Rig. It sounds like something Axel Rose would change his name to. <laughs> I think it's just like the, my heart to Bonnie Rig. I think it was like the dan- a dance. We're going to do the Bonnie Rig Rose. <laughs> yeah. Grab yourself three partners. <laughs> um, uh, Bucky Thistle nil. That sounds like a drink. Turriff United won Bucky the people from Bucky have got an amazing accent if you ever if you ever have the chance bloody go there but just for the accent what, what is the accent uh, oh like, it's it's, oh, oh, it's kind it's of Chinese oh. uh, do you know <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's an element uh, you somebody can't say e- it and not do it no, so, no I can't do it I can't do it somebody email in if I've, to, to clarify this but I can remember it sounding like a mix between all sort of Scottish and Geordie Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Carlisle then. <laughs> no. Carlisle. No. Leave them, the, leave them alone, Peter. Anyway, <laughs> back to this cup. Um, Inveruri, Locos 3, Arbro 3. It's a great comeback from the Highland League side. Uh, Inveruri, as I'm sure you're all aware. Three goals down there were. Mm. Three, uh, Rangers 7, Alloa 0, and Cowden Beef 8, Vale of Leithen 1. Oh, I, do you know what? I'd love to go to Vale of Leithen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it'd be amazing. If, if it's not amazing, don't email me and tell me because I don't want the dream busted. Yeah. Uh, it, it's bound to be better than Cowden Beef. That whole. <laughs> Set of results was just like having a hike around the Highlands, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heathers everywhere. Finished a lovely off. sunset, mountain ranges in the background. Yeah, reliable dogs hanging it's out with you, being your mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great to see Cowan Beef getting eight goals. The Blue Brazil. 
Yeah, yes. they are. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, but the big news, of course, in the Scottish Cup is that Hearts have been drawn against Hibs in the fourth round. Uh oh. To repeat the last year's final and then the 1896 final as well. Yeah. <laughs> Salmon's going to be happy. BT. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not the big news, is it, really? Because the big news is Craig Levine's at his, at his, at his chips. Craig Levine. Speaking with the Spanish archer. He's been, <laughs> he's been sacked as, uh, as Scotland manager. Gordon Strachan has been uh, touted as a, pop- a possible uh, replacement. Now, I went on Twitter this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, can you believe? And and, uh, to F. And I asked some of you to, to suggest who you would um, uh, like to, to, to take over as Scotland manager. A number of people said Souness, Dalgleish, um, Steve Keane, Sven. Um, Pretty forward thinking. <laughs> I think was it, was Sven is Sven. clearly because this is your <laughs> yeah. Twitter feed. Craigie Brun. Yeah. Craigie Brun. Um, oh, on, on the Craig Brown. I was uh, watching BBC News channel today. And then an interview with Craig Brown about the who he thought yep. the central tenet of the interview was who he thought would be the next Scotland manager. And I'm I, not, who he thought was the Scotland manager. I'm not making this Every up. I'm not making this up. I'll tell you who he said. I'll, I'll genuine. This is genuine. <laughs> this is who he said in answer to the question: Who do you think will be the next Scottish manager? He mentioned Gordon Strachan, Billy Davis, yep. Alec McLeish, Walter Smith, Harry Redknapp, and Terry Venables. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't chuck in Craig Levine in there. Could you imagine if Redknapp took the Scotland job? It would be amazing. It would be good fishing up there. And the thing he said something at the end like, he'll definitely come from one of that six. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, Craig. Terry Venable. Why Terry Venable? (laughs) You did well, such a great job with Wembley FC, but there was uh, there was that wasn't all the um, the people that were suggested. Uh, Chris M- Maguire on, on uh, Twitter said, "El Diego, we can offer him the lifestyle he's always lusted after." Yeah, um, uh, a friend of the ramble, Murray James said, "Mitt Romney." Yeah, uh, <laughs> the target man said, uh, "John Sitton." Oh, John Sitton. The thing is, though, joking aside, John Sitton is genuinely. Disturbed, is he? Yeah. Okay, drives a cab scene now, over him. He is which a is crazy follow on Twitter. Oh, crazy! Right. Which, he's he's a cabbie tweeting. What do you expect? Yeah. But he went <laughs> off on a massive rant about Ray Lewington the other day. The obviously England, yeah. England coach. Why? Yeah, I was back in the day. Oh, Ray was rubbish. He was rubbish. <laughs> uh, I had a better mark up last week. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty quid solid choice. Disgusting. Yeah. We're not done. No tip. No. Um, <laughs> Grant Wilson said Mel Gibson. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, Along the same line. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and a chap called Zion just simply said Elton John would be the best though. Elton that was John. all the tweet said. <laughs> the best Elton. of a bad bunch. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so um, there you go. That's the Scotland roundup. Marvellous scene. Well, uh, should we not talk a bit more about Levine going? It's, uh, it's you know, uh, how do you feel about that? As somebody lived in Scotland, because <laughs> Levine always struck me as like the most dour man. Like he. <laughs> He'd, so aggressive so like sort of passive aggressive in, in sort of press conferences and stuff like leave those pauses before answering questions and stare at the journalists do, and stuff do, it's just like c- can that possibly be a fun man to play no, for no I don't think so but actually what I would say to him is I don't think he was overtly aggressive enough I mean, if you look at someone like McLeish or um, Walter Smith, Big Walter, yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, they, they, they'd rip your head off if you weren't playing very well. Whereas Levine, I think many might have seen him as a soft touch. Maybe well, I don't but know. then you've got the Stephen Fletcher situation. Mm. I'll tell you what, you'd like to see in there, Big Archie, Archie, yeah, and uh, Craigie Brun, Archie and Walter. Dream team. Yeah. Just hang, just hang five or six months. The Liverpool job, I'll be going begging in that further. You know, <laughs> do they <laughs> hop on? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, d- I don't know. I think I think Strachan. I, I can't remember. He's wanted soonest for some reason because they get the discipline back yeah. on the side. But that's limited, isn't it? That only goes so far as we've seen with soonest. Yeah. Well, well he, he was he was drafted on that basis at Newcastle. He mm. didn't, yeah, true. Yeah. I think I think they could do worse than Strachan. Yeah. Um, but it's just all kind of like you know yesterday's men, isn't it? It's just very kind of like. Oh. Sure, I mean, I think all the best Scottish managers are in the Premier League, and I mean, yeah. Steve Clark's not going to give up and his job. Not David Moyes, no. you're absolutely right. Moyes is not going to give up his job. Um, Alex Ferguson certainly isn't. You know, well, 26 years, we should say. By the way, yeah, Guardiola's going. <laughs> going where? Yeah, <laughs> going mental if he takes that job. Yeah. Hey. Well, you mentioned Guardiola. That kind of links us into the Liga gym. Apparently, uh, Guardiola's preferred uh, fitness coach was having a tour of several English uh, training grounds this week. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we're gone. We're not in Britain anymore. We're in the Liga now. Yeah. So you can forget that. He's gone as well. Gone. Um, Real Madrid beat uh, Real Zaragoza 4-0. It was Mourinho's 100th win in charge of, of Real Madrid. Essien. 100th? Yeah. 100th. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just the just the one. It's the same thing. Yeah, uh, Essien and Modric with their first goals for the club. 
Oh, Essien looked delighted to score, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. The bison. Yeah. Um, uh, Barcelona beat Celta Vigo 3-1. So, you know, tick those off. Real Madrid won, Barcelona won. Atletico Madrid did not. Uh-oh. I think we should genuinely like, have, have a rule that if we don't mention Barcelona Real Madrid, they've won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Just take it as red. But I think that was to, to highlight Atleti's first defeat since April the 11th. Mm. Soldado mm. actually stamped on Falcao's head, yeah. didn't he? For, I've never seen a Kind player. of accidentally. The word stamp is maybe harsh. Yeah, what a Video goal, though, to get the game going. Oh, it's it brilliant. It's like, it's like um, Van Basten's goal, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. You know the one. Now, I know Falcao should have had about 16 penalties in that game. <laughs> Do you know uh, Soldado's actually got like a Scottish grandmother? So there you technically go. Player manager. manager yeah. 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 I think he's already played for Spain yeah. And it's not true. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. I thought I'd do a lie. Um, but yeah, let's look out for that in future. Uh, uh, let's see, they were going for their 14th consecutive win this season in all competitions, but they failed. Mm. So, uh, a real shame there. The other ones to lose on the continent, uh, the big result, uh, was in Serie A, where yeah, Juventus, huge. Juventus lost 3 1 at home to Inter. <sighs> um, they've gone 49 league matches unbeaten, so close to that uh, to 15. Same as Arsenal. Exactly the same. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? I wonder mm. if they had t shirts made like Arsenal did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a derby of Italy where, where it was all stopped. Juve went one up in, in the first minute, I think, through um, Fidel. And, uh, but Diego Melito. Deadly on, Diego. He was on the prowl uh, and got a double with uh, Palacio getting a third late on. Is, how old is Melito now? He's got to be, what, 33, 34? He's moving he's, on. Yeah, he's early 30s. I'll yeah. tell you something. I love that front three of, of Cassano, Melito and Palacio. That's quality. Mm, class. Three at the back, three up front. Mm. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> really, they've really... Stramacchioni. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've really kicked on, haven't they? They've won they ten. Floundering. They've won all. ten in all uh, their last ten matches in all competitions. Stramaccioni's really good value as well. Did you, um, I read a really cool uh, article. Oh with, yeah, with him in it, and he and he and uh, they were and he was asked in a press conference what it was like to walk into the interdressing room yeah. for the first time at the age of thirty six or yeah. whatever it was. He, all he had done is won the next gen series with Inter. And when he went in there, he had to go there with Cambiasso and Zanetti. Zanetti was three years older than him. Yeah. Well, obviously still is, because that's how time works. But <laughs> he was, yeah, and, and he said, um, what did they say? And uh, Stramaccioni said, they didn't say anything, but their faces said all they needed to say, which was, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, on uh, Diego Melita, only Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi have scored more league goals in this calendar year than him. He's mm. uh, got the same amount as Latan. So yeah, Melito. Well, uh, Paul Pogba, who's moved to Juve, yeah. has been playing extraordinarily well by yeah. all accounts, and he was left out of that game. So I don't know how much of that played a part into mm. it. You know, he's been, he, apparently Pogba's been started to be called Paul the Octopus now because he can play everywhere in midfield. Is that right? <laughs> all over the place, predict yeah. the results. And it's, an, it's another one that sort of, I mean, well, by all accounts, but he, he said he said no to Ferguson, didn't he? Pogba, so he didn't want to mm. sign another deal. He wanted to go. And if you, I know PK and Rossi have both left as well. It's a bit of a funny one because like they could really do yeah, it. He's exactly the sort of player they're lacking yeah. in there. It's an odd one. Maybe as well. you know, maybe Ferguson had said, oh, "I will start playing you there this season," and he didn't buy it. Or maybe there's just mm. maybe he just wants more money. It's yeah, did, I think it? he was offering an awful lot of money to go there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I like um, I like Strange Chan. He seems decent, and I also like that that he seems to be finally after all the managers they've had post Mourinho. He seems to be the one to. Well, he seems like a proper character. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a bit back at um, some of the stuff that uh, one or two of the people upstairs at Juventus were saying towards him in the pre-match build-up uh, about his tactics, and he said, "Juve keep talking about what happened on the pitch, on the pitch, on the pitch. Well, Inter beat them on the pitch." <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that, can you? So up there, repetition up there. Mm. Um, uh, good news for the other club in Milan. Uh, Milan beat Kiev five-one, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Emmanuelson, Montalivo, Bojan, El Sharawi, and uh, or Sharawi, sorry, and uh, Pazzini for for Milan. Some great goals in that match. The first three were all proper long long ranges as well. I watched the highlights of this from um, AC Milan TV, where the uh, nice. the um, you know commentator is predi- predictably sort of crazy yeah. and. Um, Kievo <laughs> actually equalised didn't they at one point it was, it they was, did it was it was one one they were a bit unlucky a that bit. sounds mental but they yeah. looked like they were a bit unlucky yeah. <laughs> but um, he'd gone mad for the first goal and then when Kievo equalised he went <sighs> goal <laughs> <laughs> brilliant check <laughs> it out <laughs> super well um, the scenario up to 7th on 14 points 8 behind Napoli in 3rd uh, who, who dropped top three is what it's all about so are, aren't they, well days? absolutely so well, maybe they've turned the screw or turning that screw um, let's go to France where they play in League uh, 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 League uh, uh, 
very excited about Big Earn tonight. That uh, was from Alexander Perkis, so thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks. Very entertaining. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, in Liga, uh, Paris Saint-Germain lost at home to San Etienne, and uh, the big <laughs> moment of that game was when Ibrahimovic was sent off for a fly kick on the key. <sighs> it's a bit much, wasn't it? Gordon Bennett. <laughs> Left a stunning print on his chest, on his Flippian. solar plexus. <laughs> he had that classic, what? Yeah. Did the keeper continue? The, uh, yeah, I'm not sure the keeper yeah, even yeah. survived. Zatan <laughs> looks look at the ref like, yeah, I know what you mean. He got right on my fucking way. What do you mean I'm going off? He d- yeah, he does sort of think he he, he he should be in charge of the game. I'll decide if I get set <laughs> yeah, off or yeah, not. Yeah. And he probably shouldn't. Have, it's like the W. G. Grace thing, cricket back in like hundred years ago, when apparently W. G. Grace, who was the superstar of cricket yeah, back of in the day, was was bowled out or whatever. And the, the umpire gave him out, and apparently he strode up to the umpire and said, "These people around here." They've come to see me bat, not you officiate. Now play on. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Did nice. that. But did he go off though? I think he carried on. No? Oh my play. goodness. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Well, um, Zlatan's agent, um, Mino uh, Raiola, uh, agrees with all this because he said recently uh, about the upcoming Ballon d'Or. Super agent Raiola. Oh, he said uh, How it would become a super agent. I don't know, but he's got Pogba and he's got uh, Mario, Super Mario as well. Oof. You've got eight, like, Stable. some kind of enchanted rock, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said really um, about uh, the Ballon d'Or and Zlatan, he said it would only be an important award if it was won by Ibrahimovic. It won't be because it is corrupt. Blatter is a demented dictator. Platini is incompetent and they can't stop me saying so. <laughs> no one has ever tried telling me I'm wrong. They all know I'm right. I bet he looked around when he said that, though. Yeah. And yeah, they can't yeah, stop yeah. me from doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Is oh, it God. when a man's that aggressive and he's in any way linked with Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Is it worth even bothering to tell him he's wrong? You just sort of you <laughs> no. let him get on with it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, also in France, uh, Marseille uh, joined top of the game in hand on PSG. Good away win for them, and Lyon are only one point off the top of the game in hand too. So mm. those points dropped um, by PSG. The return be. of Gourcuff at Lyon, I think yeah. as well. Yeah, it's great there. to see. I've yeah. Done. Handsome Gorkouf. Get him in there. Right, let's quickly go to uh, South America, uh, to Brazil, where Neymar scored a hat-trick uh, away against Cruzeiro in the Brazilian Championship and was given a standing ovation by the home fans. Mm. And uh, Sorry, uh, Neymar and Santos were away yeah, from home. Yeah, can you home. remember Rodinho getting that from the Real Madrid fans? Real Madrid fans, yeah. absolutely. But the, the, the fans of Cruzeiro, um, being the home fans, of course, chanted his name and applauded him off the pitch, uh, according to reports. And Neymar said he was quite overcome by the whole experience. I think Pompey fans did that to Thierry Henry. Really, yeah, as well. did, yeah. But Chanted his name? Yeah, I think Arsenal smashed us about five. At That's Fran right, Park. I think it was 5 1. And he came and Henri came back out and applauded the fans. Mm. Six, I'd have rather won the game, yeah. personally. <laughs> but it was a nice consolation. 11th yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Teddy got one at the end, I think it was. Yeah, he did, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but is, I mean, it's incredible, isn't it, Neymar? I, he will inevitably move to Europe, and well, we will be five seasons. Yeah, <laughs> true. But <laughs> we will be in for a treat because he is magnificent. Well, apparently the um, we, we did a ramble paradox on the website, which is yes. uh, through Joel Richards and Rupert Fry, who answer your questions about South American football. Not your questions, the listeners' questions. Yes, and uh, they said the idea is that Neymar will stay in Brazil. Hopefully, they want him to stay till just after the World Cup in yeah. Brazil. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, because of all the outside investment in Brazilian football at the moment, apparently the club Santos are only paying ten percent of his wages. ninety yeah. percent has been picked up by sponsors. And this is this is not just Neymar by any stretch. No. This is becoming no, the norm yeah, yeah. because I, Brazil's economy is really, really healthy now. This yeah. is a good chance for them to actually sort of you know well, make a play. back as well. Yeah, that's exactly. Right. I mean, Sadov's gone out there, and you're hearing players linked, even players like Florian Malouda being hit, linked with you know moves to Brazil because it's it's becoming a sort yeah. of viable yeah. option. Yeah. Clarence Big Clarence well, said, yeah, yeah. Um, Barcelona have apparently also uh, Balaguer was saying Guillaume Balaguer was saying that Barcelona have made a £10 million down payment on Neymar as well mm. but everyone's denying it the, the payments definitely happened but everyone's denying what it's for and Neymar stuff. and Messi yeah horrifying idea mm-hmm. right we're going to do Pete's game after this good news Ramblers we have a betting partner and our betting partner William Hill are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you a listener to the Football Ramble Open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. <coughs> Stop. <laughs> no, no chance. Yeah, Luigi Casimiro. Naughty boy. You are a very dirty naughty boy. That was amazing. That was class. <clears throat> Press silence, please. Four. Have I got FC Dunav ruse for you? <laughs> <laughs> right. From Bulgaria. <laughs> Football club fans. Um, my middle name is Maria. Jimmy, you're not allowed to answer the first question. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Hernan Crespo. No. 
My first my first club was Volendam. Mm. Volendam. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I'll get the picture. Ooh. Yeah, alright. Alright. My first name is Wilhelmus. I thought that was gonna be it. <laughs> Fingers on the buzzers. So did I actually. Mm. Shouldn't really put it this early, but you know, did it anyway. Is it Wilhelmus Maria Cantona? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, stop. <laughs> I scored in the same game as uh, Nicholas Alexanderson, if you remember him, in a 3-1 win against Man United in 98-99. Oh. If you remember that game. <laughs> Nobody does. Stop. Is it Reggie Blinker? No. We already know two of his names, and that's what's throwing <laughs> No, me. but I thought that might have been a nickname, like if he had a few names. Right. Yeah. If I had a few names. Um, I went to Sheffield for two and a half million in 98. Chef Wed, is this from Football Manager? <laughs> Stop. Benito Carbone? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of a Chef Wed player. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Chris Wood. Vim Yonk. Vim Yonk. Oh! Yes! Oh, Get in there. Give me some of that, A clause excellent. in my Sheffield Wednesday contract meant that I was entitled to five grand every time I was injured for a game. <laughs> <laughs> in the same PSV side that featured the best Ronaldo and I'm currently a youth team coach at Ajax I do believe Vim Young clearly you can imagine Redknapp putting that, that clause in and just kneecapping him every week Wilhelmus Wilhelmus Maria Young excellent go. stuff should we have an email let's have an email oh, oh, before I uh, move on to the emails I should say thank you to everyone who entered the uh, Savile Row scarf competition Bloody good um, scarves. Yeah, John uh, Carsno is the winner. So John, the oh, scarf. Oh, Johnny Boy. Well done, John. We'll get in touch with you um, and, and send it, send it over to you. You're an, he's an Aberdeen fan, apparently. Yeah, and oh, he, right. he's going to have one warm neck. Yeah, yeah he oh, so he's enjoying Craigie Bruins work. He's, apparently, he's not. Okay, <laughs> he's right. Hence, he wins the scarf. Well, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, shall I do an email? Yeah, go on. Mm. Watch your fellas. Uh, imagine my delight the day after I bought my fifteen to one t-shirt available at footbrown.com mm-hmm. uh, to discover that Eddie Howe's replacement at Burnley, Sean Dyke, has, has appointed Ian. Wyatt as his assistant <laughs> did my purchase inspire the decision if so I'm hoping that my other purchase the what would Zatan do t-shirt may result in the arrival of Paris Kung Fu <laughs> finest and Turf Moor <laughs> thanks Dave Shorrock love it mm. awesome is that all the emails because I've got one if you want uh, do one I'll do one, oh, I'll do one. this was sent to my personal account Ooh. you'll see why in just a moment <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from uh, it's AGS so Arga R.A. Khan I do believe that's how you pronounce the uh, first name I'm very lonely and have seen your YouTube clips and listened to your banterific shows I desperately want a piece of your banterific pie the chemistry between you and your ramble friends seem effortless can I be the missing ingredient that turns your scrambled egg and beans into scrambled egg beans toast and a fried tomato I just want to be long is that too much to ask banter 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 bantosaurus rex bantagnificence uh, bantor banterman bantapatite bantadonna I am slightly medicated at present, but don't let that worry you. I'm sad, not mad crazy. And who says happiness is the point of life anyway? Your listener, fan, friend, hype man, bench warmer, RK. Wow, like yeah, you, definitely, you definitely pick him. I've well, never had an email like that. No, the no, subject, well, the subject line did say, um, can I be your friend? And thinking about it, it's probably the, the, one of the better adjusted ones, <laughs> to be quite frank. So, yeah, so, yes. I presume you're meeting him at some point. If yeah. you, any more emails like that, do direct them to Pete. By the sounds of it, they are. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> the well, system works. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's profile time, ladies and gentlemen. And we have uh, an English legend, one of the great entertainers in British football history. It's Len Shackleton. Mm. Mm, indeed. The Clown Prince, Marcus. The Clown Prince. He was born on the 3rd of May, 1922. Oh, 45 years before the Summer of Love. Dem Summers. Um, <laughs> keep, people who keep asking me what the Summer of Love means on Twitter, if you don't know, you don't Google understand. It. Mm. You don't understand. Give, give it a wee Google. Mm. I don't know what they say. What does it mean? You've got the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody recently emailed us to ask us what our connection to Jurassic Park is, just because yeah. we talk about it a lot. How long have you got? We Let just talk about it a lot. I yeah. thought you were director of photography, Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was in the raptor suit. <laughs> oh, dear. That was Jeff Goldblum. Um, uh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be worse. Um, so, Len Shackleton, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, if you don't know anything about the man, I'll start off with a quote. I used to go out there to enjoy the game. This is what clowns do to provide the entertainment. I wasn't as good as a competitor as I might have been. Results weren't too important to me. I just used to go out there and enjoy it. That was what it was all about for me. Love that. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, he was an inside forward. And uh, uh, he, he um, showed early on what a, a fantastic footballing talent he had. He was uh, brought up in Bradford uh, in, in uh, Yorkshire. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
and uh, his parents couldn't afford football boots so he uh, remembered um, as we couldn't afford football boots my uncle John bought some studs and hammered them into an old pair of shoes yeah and apparently later on in his career he used to prefer he had like quite odd shaped feet yeah. he used to prefer wearing rugby boots Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. the old uh, the old hilled ones, apparently. Yeah, incredible. Mm. Um, he, in, interesting story in terms of footwear. <laughs> Absolutely, indeed. Uh, he was snapped up by Arsenal when he was just a teenager, which was quite a big move um, way back then from from Yorkshire down to London. And he was also playing for England schoolboys, but he wasn't at Arsenal um, very long. Clashed a few times with manager George Allison because um, Shackleton was quite an outspoken guy and, and very much about himself, as and, I'm sure. And also, if you guys, I'm not sure if you guys have noticed this, but back in the day, like around that sort of era, no matter how old people were, they always looked really old. Yeah. <laughs> but Len Shackleton looked about 50 in every photo <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Yeah, about 17, yeah. yeah. Um, he was told by Allison that he was too slight in build and not good enough to become a professional footballer. And he was, he was really also mean. Also, your feet are bleeding because of the studs. Are they nails in your feet? And Allison was a bit nasty as well because before he went, uh, as he said all this to him, he invited him into his office and it was, um, you know, in the 30s. And Allison went, Oi, um, see that? That's a TV over there. <laughs> and uh, he basically was showing off that he had a television. And Shackleton. No one there, only two channels. I still do that in Pompey. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Shackleton was like, you know, he, he knew we didn't have TV up there and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, <laughs> That's quality, that's funny. Yeah, so um, uh, Shackleton got a job with uh, London Paper Mills, but um, returned to Yorkshire soon after, where he would sign uh, and play for Bradford Park Avenue in the wartime league uh, during the 40s, while working in the mines as a part of the war effort. He scored over 160 goals for uh, Bradford Park Avenue, and in 1946 earned the first of his few international caps against Scotland at Hampden Park. Yeah, it's funny, because I've I've read a book called The Footballer Who Could Fly by Duncan Hamilton, which is really good. And he talks about the, the sort of main fibre of the book is that it's all the players that the author's father introduced him to over the mm. years, and one of them is Len Shackleton. And he quotes a great uh, quote from a because uh, back in those days, before mm. uh, before I think Walter, Walter Winterbottom might have been the first England manager to actually yeah, pick the team. Right, yeah. Before that, it was a board of selectors. It, yeah. And apparently, there was a, a newspaper guy who uh, who interviewed one of the selectors <laughs> and said, um, "Why isn't Shackleton in the England team more often?" And apparently the reply was because we play at Wembley Stadium, not the London Palladium. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, a, he never used to do what com- he was told. He was yeah. a complete showman. Yeah. Was, was, was Shackleton um, a teammate of his uh, at Bradford PA was Ron Greenwood, who summed up whole Shack by uh, saying he was a showman, a crowd pleaser, a character who was larger than life. Some of the things he did had nothing to do with the winning or losing of a game, but the crowd <laughs> loved him. Um, uh, unbelievable skill uh, he had, did, did Shackleton. Apparently he could put enough spin on some passes that the ball like, almost returned to him, and stuff like that, that, that the sort of spinning passes. And those pitches were dreadful. Well, yeah, imagine yeah, and the boots. balls as well would have been yeah. rock hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine his boot. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, he, he spent six seasons playing for Bradford PA, and then Shackleton joined Newcastle United for £13,000, which was a lot of money back then. He had a fantastic debut against Newport County where he scored six goals in a 13-0 win um, which might still be the biggest uh, joint biggest league win in, in English history um, during that game he did one of his famous um, bounce the ball back off the corner flag tricks to outfox an opposing defender apparently he did that a few times like knocking the ball the ball the was heavy and yeah. the corner flags uh, they were probably made of like jagged steel yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this is how good he was the scaffolding yeah. pole stuck in the ground <laughs> the stories about some of the stuff he did at Newcastle were um, from what I've read were he was Wait, he'd sit on the ball yeah. and wait for the defender to come near. Yeah. He would, uh, he would also uh, mime like looking at his watch all the time as well. Yeah, that, I think that was. And a, pretend was a to few... smoke like like a pipe and smoke it. And That's stuff. right. Yeah. Well, there was a story. I'm not sure if this was for Newcastle or Sunderland because he moved there after, where he had a. Um, I think it was for Sunderland. He had a penalty against uh, Manchester City, and Frank Swift, Swift was in goal. He was a very mm. good keeper. And Shackleton walked all the way back to near the halfway line and then ran at the ball like a flipping runaway freight train and swung at the ball. And Swift dived, but Shackleton hadn't touched the ball, turned and backheeled it into the net. Superb. <laughs> 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 and Frank Swift got up and then ran over and hugged him. He said it was superb stuff. Absolutely. Shouting the C word into his ears. <laughs> that is gentlemanly. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's very difficult to find like, video footage of him. I've seen one little like, sort of 15 second clip of him go around the keeper and scoring. Yeah. Um, but this, the trademark trick he used to do was apparently go right up by the touchline, yeah. and he pretend to be like st- staggering forward and falling over. Wait for the defender to wait for him to fall over, 
to step up and just express pace it past him <laughs> but he'd also apparently he would do it to see if the linesman would like to go to put the ball out of play and see if the linesman would start putting his flag up or not like goading one of the officials <laughs> <laughs> superb um, it's like you know when you you get really good at a computer game a little computer <laughs> game and you get bored of winning yeah. so you just start doing stupid stuff yeah. like that <laughs> it's like out. he did that in real life yeah and, but, and, and back then as well you know, yeah. when, the, when the boots and the ball and the pitch and all the rest of it were the pitches were really bad like, like yeah. dreadfully bad like mm. a, a bog yeah. from the video footage I've seen well yeah, he absolutely dazzled the crowds at Newcastle but fell out with the border over a number of matters um, and, he, and he handed in a transfer request the board did fail to give him five, a £500 signing on fee which they had agreed with him now bearing in mind his wages before at Bradford Pier were £8 a week it's a lot of money that they that um, oh, yeah, he wasn't. Money. He, he wasn't had his eyes on a clown car. He did. Where the <laughs> jaws fall off. Yeah. Um, a flower that spreads water. <laughs> <laughs> Loads he, of other clowns to follow him out. Ooh, <laughs> how are there so many of them in that small car? He, mo- <laughs> <laughs> he moved to Sunderland for just over twenty thousand uh, pounds, and while at Sunderland, he was there for about ten years, scoring one hundred one goals in three hundred forty eight games. There's Sunderland's post war goal scoring record. There's a brilliant quote from him around this time when uh, he's talking about Newcastle. He says, um, "When it comes to Newcastle, I'm not biased. I don't mind who beats them." In your face, Donaldson. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, take it before you're even born. He got the... Uh, Nine, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a 4-1 win against Arsenal at Roker Park, there was a goal-mouth scramble and it ended with Shackleton with his foot on the ball on the goal line looking at the Arsenal keeper, George Swindon, saying, come on, George, it's not in yet. <laughs> 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 the keeper's trying to get out. Is that the one where he flicked it and juggled it all the way back to the centre? Yeah, the no, he, he didn't even put it in. The keeper jumped over to him. Apparently, he even rolls it to his teammate who taps it in. <laughs> <laughs> what a twat yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> stop hitting yourself yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely um, uh, like you said Luke he, he only had five caps um, for England I'm not surprised uh, <laughs> you've been doing that for England <laughs> um, Walter Winterbottom said if only Len would come halfway to meet the needs of the team there wouldn't be many to touch him <laughs> he's like no I'm not having that yeah yeah he did have a great moment for England at Wembley <laughs> when they beat uh, the then world champions West Germany been three one, and he scored a lovely chip over the keeper, and, and the crowd at Wembley were absolutely loving it. Because it's funny when Winterbottom talks about this, he's like, "Well, the trouble is, you know, he, he just didn't do this, and he wouldn't do that, and blah blah blah." Um, but then goes, oh, "But the crowd did love it." It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of precursor to Jimmy Bullard times a million. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like loads better. Yeah, like exactly. Loads better. Retired Jimmy Bullard. It's a shame yeah, we didn't yeah. mention it. No. God bless you, Jimmy. Uh, in the fifties, uh, while he was still playing. Um, Shackleton published his autobiography entitled uh, The Clown Prince of Soccer which was unheard of back then I mean footballers with autobiographies while they were still playing and there's a famous chapter in the book called The Average Director's Knowledge of Football and it consists of one blank page <laughs> oh bashment um, he retired from football in 1957 injured his ankle in the first game of that season and, and never played again uh, and then went on to work as a football journalist for the Daily Express and, and the People and in the year 2000 he finished his second autobiography The Return of the Crown Prince um, what had he been doing in between the time <laughs> yeah, to put in it true <laughs> um, uh, sadly though only, only after a few days uh, after its publication uh, he died at the age of 78 suffering a heart attack mm. um, but the, I did like what it said in the Telegraph's obituary of the man uh, when it stated he liked to point out that he was primarily an entertainer and an artist rather than anything so prosaic as a striker <laughs> 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 and in comes Lane Shackleton Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble this week. I think it's the end. I think we can hear an alarm outside, so we better go. <laughs> it's the um, banter alarm, Marcus. <laughs> it is. Um, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com, Twitter is at footballramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, and we just announced details of the, of the now traditional annual ramble Christmas drinks this yeah. year. Saturday, the 15th of December, at the King's Arms, usual place. Uh, show at thefootballramble.com with your name if you want to come or just click attending on the Facebook event facebook.com forward slash footballramble there you go right yeah. say goodbye Jim goodbye Jim say goodbye Pete goodbye say goodbye Luke see you later and we'll see you next time gang Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.